Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with Mum, who looks very lilac. Spring, I like that jumper on you. Do you it's a bit of cleavage, a yeah. bit of soft, oh, sorry. but also racy at the same time. you got your pearls on, good got on you. got my pearls down. We have a guest that we have been desperate to have on. Jessie, a clue. First name, three consonants. Oh God. Your fucking time's up, Mum. It's Carol Vorderman. <laughs> Three fouls. <laughs> Should we talk? I don't know if you remember this, Mum. We've actually met Carol Vorderman before. Where, darling? In Florence, outside of the Duomo. You Is that f- where I fell over? That's where you fell flat on your ass. Was she there? She was there. Oh, my God. Do you think she'll remember? I hope not, for your sake. I was a lot slimmer then as well. The acoustics in the Duomo certainly heard the fall. Was that that when we went for the wedding? We went for the wedding. My best friend's wedding. It was about 22 years ago. Alex had just done his GCSE Jewish studies. Oh, right, great. So he was 14. All right, brilliant. Uh, No, he was 14. Uh, He just did a night shift too. Poor Alex. How is he? He's fine. Anyway... You fell on your ass in front of Carol Vorderman. But I think I, don't I fell think on my face, darling. You fell on my your ass. face, yeah. Um, oh, wow. And I think she did ask if you were all right. But let's not bring I, it up. Hope, Just so the listeners I hope know. the earth didn't move when I fell on my face. Um, anyway. Was yeah, the that pe- when we were the Tower getting... of Pisa leaned we... a bit more. No, no darling. Was that when we were getting out of the horse-drawn carriage yes. that no one wanted to go? You always tried to give us experiences on holiday. <laughs> Three teenagers so grumpy in the back of a horse and carriage. And you're like, we're in Florence. Enjoy it, darling. Um, anyway, so we have Carol Vorderman on the podcast. She has a new podcast slash YouTube channel slash kind of everything. App. App. I don't know. We have to ask her more about it. It's called Perfect 10. It's 10 questions, 10 points, all done in just 10 minutes. How many different like trivia apps kind of brain darling uh, every day it's probably why i use my screen so much because i do word games every single day so i do word maker at the moment and i had to the app went all funny so i had to start again with it and i have been up to like a million words yeah i love word word games i'm not very good with number games are you jesse i can't do sudo is it sudoku or sudoku well i can't do that what are you cooking today i've cooked because it's lunch Mm. so i've done scallops 
Lovely. Or I'm doing scallops. I haven't cooked them Last yet. Last time we did them was for Cat Dealing. Yeah, it was. So I've done scallops Always with... Always for a national treasure. A national treasure. I've done scallops with the salty new potatoes that I made the other day. Oh, fab. Because they're nice. Uh, big salad, pea puree. Did and... you add the cumin into the yes, pea puree? darling. Anything else you add? It was a red onion. Oh. Um, cumin. I think I might have done it with shallots last time, but I've done it with red so onion. So you saute the onion? Saute the onion with cumin. Then add the peas and some chicken stock. And zhuzh it. And then I've tried to, because she's a healthy eater, mm. and you're a healthy eater, mm. and I try to be a healthy eater, I've made healthy individual little cheesecakes, which are made with honey, oats, and a little coconut oil. Mm. And then you just mix that together and press that down to mm. make the crust. And then you put on top... Um, it's Philadelphia mm. light with some honey and vanilla. Mm. And then they've been in the freezer overnight. And they're oh, wow. little tiny ones. So, so hon, how do you... So the, it's just vanilla and cream cheese? Yeah, but the low-fat one. So it's a healthy dessert. Carol has been in the headlines recently. She went in on our lovely friend Michelle Fazage's um, brilliant podcast. Yeah. She's been in the papers for two reasons. Yeah. She seems to be having simultaneous relationships. We love that. Not committed to one, but running a few at the same time. And also, she's a great anti-corruption fighter. And she's got a lot on her hands at the moment, I would say. I can't wait to talk to her about that. You're going to put the world to rights. Yeah, today, me and, me and Carol. Against the world. Against the world. Carol Vorderman, coming up on Table Manners. You have just walked in yeah. with, what, let, let's describe, this is like a it's jumpsuit. Old. Yeah, but. It's old but and it's it fits old. like a and damn it, glove. And it's shrunk. And look how, look how high. No, it doesn't looks, matter. You look You fabulous. look, a bit you look like a kind of superhero. Like a Catwoman yes. superhero. Yes. It's a zip up jumpsuit you're I, I don't want to objectify you but your body is something else it's quite I know. unbelievable and it's just a pleasure to ah, have you here yeah we're so excited you've, come, oh, you, you, um, you've just allowed Lenny to open the champagne so you're <laughs> already best friends cheers. 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 cheers yeah and Lenny may I just say congratulations you've obviously opened more than one bottle of champagne <laughs> That was done with expert it's precision. It's one of my though. strong points. It was like the nun's whisper, wasn't it? it was yeah. Like the, <laughs> the nun's whisper. Yeah. Well, I love wasn't that. It? It was just like, yeah. The nun's kiss. No struggling with the thumbs. Well, actually, I thought that that because um, Pink was on at the beginning of this series, and um, she opened one of one. my heroines. She's unbelievable. I've just been singing. Um, that's so, oh god, you see, I'm the new with one. lyrics. No. The, uh, put your head back, spit in the wind. Which one's dun, that? Dun, dun. You know it. I can run just as fast as I can to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you see, you, I can just that sit one, here no. and you sing for an hour. I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be um, happy with that. So, so you're here. We've been so excited for this. We've yeah. wanted you for a long time. Have you now? And you play hard to get, oh. I tell you. Definitely. Um, but we are so thrilled to talk all about Perfect 10. 
all yes. about you, all about growing up and food and, and whales. Food. And, and, yes. And, it's a little bit different, I suppose, isn't it? Because the Welsh thing. Well, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah, let's, from Wales. let's start. Where did it start? Let's start at the beginning. Well, so, um, oh, God. Uh, it was a long time ago now. <laughs> you get to that point, don't you, Lenny? Exactly. How did, but, no, but, uh, Carol, can I ask something? Very yeah. rude. How old are you now? If you've so, got a 30... 62. Shit. I'm 62, but happy. I was always meant to be in my 60s. Do you think? Yeah. It's like, um, so in my 20s, 30s, and that, I've always kind of struggled with society's rules, if you know what I mean. Because our time, growing up, yeah. you, you were not I, meant uh, to do this, society told you. And there were no outlets for anyone who felt a bit different, So, um, which I always did. So now, it's like there's, I feel freer than I've ever felt. You, you do get to... Well, I'm much older than you, but you, you get to, well, my age, and you think... I'm going to do what I want and say what I want. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm, I'm old enough. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. Yeah. And I'm not bothered. And I'm not bothered anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly that. Yeah. So it's like this sort of sense of freedom, really. I've never... I, I've, I've, I'm always up for a fight, always up for a challenge, always up for a battle. But I've never felt free now. It's like, oh, fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing more that can be said or done that touches me in any way. What was it like? Cheers. Being cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to... Yes, cheers to that. What was it like then, being this kind of pin-up, clever, doll, like, you know, all these kind of tick, 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 but also quite kind of exotic because you're all these things that maybe <laughs> women aren't meant to be or, or presented you were kind of presented as that weren't you well I don't know you really. were you were more sorry this sounds rude but you weren't quite as glamorous when no. you were on countdown at the very beginning no is there you a reason rather... I had a secret life though you see <gasps> <laughs> you were kind of much more scholar-like Yes, because that's what people told you you had right. to be. Oh, is that right? Because back in the... So it's 82, 1982 when Shit. I started. Yeah, I know. That's a long, a long time, time That you cast your mind back. There were yeah. three channels. Yeah. There, were, there was no daytime telly, yeah. as we know it. There was no breakfast telly. There was no sky. There was no... You know, Channel 4, by definition, was beginning because Countdown was the first show and I was the first woman to talk on Channel 4. And and it... Wow. And so you were either one of, I don't know, three or four female newsreaders taking the acting side to one side mm-hmm. completely um, or you were a dolly bird. Yeah, that's true. And you there was... Or you were Esther Anson. There was, no, there was no one else mm. as a woman that you were allowed to be. So, there, so then this thing called Countdown started, and I had a proper job at the time because I was an engineer, you see. So it's like... What were you making? <clears throat> uh, at that time, I'd finished working underground. I was working in the computing industry then. But anyway, that's, that's another story. And that was after graduating from... That was after graduating from Cambridge yeah. and all that, yeah. So I'd worked in frozen pea factories and I, I love the glamorous life. I can drive a forklift truck in minus 20 degrees. I can go five pallets up with my prongs 
very good at all of that. That's what gets my smell of cement powder. Really? Gets you going. Where yeah, was people it? go, oh, spray this perfume. I go, eh, 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 Where eh. was all this? Was this in Wales? All over. All over. All over, yeah. So, so back then, you had to be what they wanted you to be on the telly. And I wasn't the dolly bird, if you like, because they were models and they were this, that. Not that I wanted to be on the telly anyway. And then this sort of job happened along because my mum forged my signature and wrote a letter in. And, and that was kind of where it started. And um, so you had to be what they wanted did you, you to, to be. be. So back in the early days of Countdown, all I did was answer the numbers. Mm. And they had a dolly bird, as they would call them, doing, you know, doling out the letters. Uh, Kathy Heitner, who's a model from Manchester. And people, it was very sexist times, you know, they just were. My title was, as in vital statistics, the vital statistician. That was my the title. The vital statistician. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of, you know, you get to this age and you've lived through it all. Did they tell you what you could wear and how you should look? Yeah, it was very... So when did things change for you that you felt? Well, I feel like you, well, you've won Rear of the Year many times. You are so sexy. You are glamorous. You are vivacious. You are confident. You are so intelligent. When did you feel like it changed that you felt like you could Uh, be maybe these two worlds that you were living in could kind of collide? I think, you see, when I was growing up, so I grew up in North Wales and I was a bit of a... I don't know that I was a rebel. I just don't really care what other people think. Which really. bit of North Wales? So, do you know real? Yeah. Yeah. Because my niece lives on Anglesey. Oh. And we used to go proper to... Proper Welsh Wales. Abersoch. To Abersoch, yeah. And so we used to drive. If I went to Abersoch from Manchester... Yeah. You Are might... you from Manchester? Yeah. <gasps> well, anyone in real... So, like, if you live in real, you're yeah. a third Scouse and Manc... Yeah. Um, and the rest of you is a little is Welsh basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But every scouser I know, you know, they go, Eh, where are you from? <laughs> go off from real. I've had many a lovely holiday in real. You know, that's yeah. scouse, yeah. isn't it? They, yeah. It's part scouse. Well it is yeah. part scouse, yeah. So it's right so, on the seaside. Yeah, they're happy times. But they set you, don't they? Where you grow up, I think, sets a big part of you. Well, let's yeah. talk like about you. that growing up and what was being eaten. And what yes. Was, what oh, were good memories, bad memories? Barabrith. Barabrith, very yeah, good. Yeah, what's that that Luke Evans brought? I mean, every Welsh person that's been Bring on... Has Luke Evans sat in his stool? Yes. 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 And sang to Jesse. Yes. And brought his mum's Barabrith. Barabrith. Yeah. Barabrith. So what, With butter, did it have butter on? No, actually. No. He'd taken it out of the freezer. Like, he brought individual portions. Yeah. Yeah. She makes him so That's much. only half Welsh, that. <laughs> <laughs> so who was cooking? Well, so I was born in 1960. Um, my mother and father were married, and they, I had an older brother and sister. And my mum... Uh, it was farmer's daughter from Wales, so she's very Welsh. And but they by then, so they met just after the war. He was Dutch borderman. Oh, yeah, of course. and Dutch resistance. Oh wow! So he came over after the war because, as you know, there are many people yeah. from Holland uh, came over. They met, and my mum. This she always described herself as this little like Welsh mouse, this quiet little mouse. 
moved to Holland two years after the war ended and learned to speak Dutch. And they got married in Holland, which oh, was fabulous. like which was like going to the moon back then. Mm. And so they, they met and then they came back to North Wales and then briefly they lived in Bedford. And uh, anyway, my mum fell pregnant with me and unknown to her, he started having an affair with a young girl. Oh. And so he told my mum after I was born, Christmas Eve, Carol. And um, oh, so she left after two weeks and went back home to North yeah. Wales. So, and my father would have nothing to do with me. I met him in my 40s. Even though he spoke, you know, looked after my uh, brother and sister, well, didn't look after them, but he had stuff to do with them through the intervening years. So, so the only family I've ever known is my Welsh family, and I grew up in Wales. So it's quite funny, you know. Some people go on Wikipedia and go, "Oh, you're English. You're born in Bedford." I was like, "All oh, right, yeah. two weeks," yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I went to school in Rill all my life and lived in Prestatyn. And then, but it was really hard in the 60s, so we were properly poor, like dirt, dirt, dirt poor. And um, what did your stepdad do? Well, my stepfather was a builder, so she married him in 1970. Okay. But those first years, and I'll never forget them, even though I was obviously very small, were very hard for my mum because there was no, uh, is it called the CPS now? What's they yeah, call it? Child Whether... Support, CSA, Child Support Agency. Is that what it's called yeah. now? Yeah, where the fathers have to pay money and all that didn't exist. So my mum had five part-time jobs and uh, she was in her 30s then and, and exhausted, endlessly exhausted. And we had no food really. So my my tide, my grandfather. Tidy. Uh, t- oh, that's what my friend tidy. called. Tidy. Yeah, yeah. Tidy, yeah, tidy, which is nor- very North Wales word um, uh, uh, for grandfather. So he would bring round, he was a tenant farmer, and so he brought round a tray of eggs and a little mini sack of potatoes every week. And so we lived on proper, properly made chips. The chip pan was always on the little gas, and chips. gas hob, yeah. And egg and chips is what we lived on. And occasionally she'd let me run down the high street to get fish bits, which were just like the broken bits of batter. I don't know what you call them in Manchester. Fish bits. Don't know. We call- I don't know. They had it on the Great British menu last fish week. Bits. They, they did fish bits, the yeah. buttery, crispy bits. It was of just batter. the bits that fell off into it's the It's not fat. the fish, it's just the no crispy. Fish in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're quite delicious, but I mean, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Not the most bad. Yeah, right. It was but then everything fire. then was from fresh. There was no processed yeah, food. Yeah, right. There, okay. was, there was nothing then. So, and you ate your meals. We couldn't afford sweets and crisps and all of that sort of thing. So, except on a Sunday, we used to go, my brother and I, to the, like, new, uh, they were called tobacco agents back then, mm. the shops. Um, like a news agent. Yeah, except they didn't sell the newspapers. Right. It was very much they Just sold sweets, mix, a mix. Sweet, sweets and fags. Fags, and yeah. cigars, basically. So that, and we used to go around there and he'd buy a Mars bar and he'd slice it, my brother, and then he'd arrange it in like a spiral on a saucer and we'd sit in front of this, because in the whole flat we only had like this one little bar um, of gas fire that, to all the heating. And, but, you know, back, you don't know that you're poor back then. Was it a happy childhood? Yeah, very happy. Very, very happy. And on a Saturday afternoon, we... Um, so our hedge backed on to the uh, back of a shop, 
where back then they'd close on the Sunday and any like things that they didn't that wouldn't last till the Monday uh, no barabreath in the freezer back then right, yeah. it was uh, they'd put on a uh, like a cardboard box and put it on the hedge for us uh, on oh. a Saturday like these little kindnesses you know and sometimes there was nothing but occasionally there'd be like cream cake and all of that you know so so, so they're very different times but then and my mother hated cooking so food was very basic and you loved it because it filled you up but so you got countdown when you were 22 21 21 yeah and you're on the telly and you're like having to be a very clever person on telly like at all times and and then you moved to london or was it uh, no, I, we did it in Leeds. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did it in it's Leeds. It's Richard White. Richard, Richard Whiteley. Whiteley. Yeah. Whiteley. Yeah. Whiteley. Yeah. and Borders, yeah. 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 They were heady days because it was the biggest show on Channel 4 for it. Like, yeah. Well, my mother years, really. watched it religiously. Yes. She would sit at four o'clock with yeah. a, a thumb of whiskey, she would mm-hmm. say, and a hummus and crisps, and she watched it <laughs> every... She adored you. And it I mean, kept her... It I kept think, her brain going, yeah. yeah. And it was it was a very loving show. Mm. So we called. We never said viewers. It, people were countdowners because we, Richard and I, always felt like we were all in it together. Mm. And everywhere we went, you know, you couldn't go out of the house without people, for me talking about him or for him talking about me, and and it was just a joy. It was a real love. You know, everybody loved it, whether it was your mum, because they felt. You used to watch included. it at university as but well. You did it. You did it for how many years? Twenty years. Twenty six. Twenty six years. years. But I always count myself as very lucky. And my stepfather. I'm just going back to the seventies. So food, yeah. really, for me, started in 1970 because okay. my stepfather was an Italian prisoner of war. Oh my god! My mother liked foreigners. I'm she she did, didn't she? For a little Welsh she girl did. from real. Oh, no. I heard her listening. To um, an Aeroflot captain when we lived in Maidenhead once, going over and I was getting in a Russian voice. I said, Mother, are you switching that off? <laughs> I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I banned her from having a boyfriend from when she was about so 16. Was he handsome, this Italian man? <laughs> no. This was your stepdad? My, my stepfather, who I called my dad, who turned my world from black and white to technicolour. Oh. I absolutely. Loved him. He swore every third word he swore, right? And he had... His first language was Italian. His second language was Welsh because a lot of Italian prisoners of war <laughs> were, came over to Wales because it was all um, agriculture and, uh, and stayed. And, um, and his third language was English, so you can imagine, can't you? And he'd got this tiny little sort of building company. And um, so we moved from this cold flat where there were four of us in one bedroom I had my own bedroom I was like oh "Oh my god and there was like a proper kitchen and everything and because it was Italian we had proper olive oil Mm. back in 1970 you could only buy it in the chemist you could buy it it, for what purpose I don't know you had to heat it on a teaspoon pour it in in your ear ear. to get rid of earwax that was olive oil wasn't it yeah you could only buy it it was that big it was a little square bottle but But we had it to cook so we had proper parmigiano we had I mean it was just amazing did he did he take pride in his cooking yeah he loved his cooking so fried it so I would cook Monday to Thursday because 
back then, I bet you did this. Monday was always the same thing. Oh, yeah, on you a have Monday. the same every day. So, Tuesday. What did you have on a Monday? Lobscouse. Oh, what's that? Lobscouse, Lobscouse was like a stew Not of lobster. the leftover lamb on the Sunday. Okay. So Wales is very lamb, lamb, yeah. lamb. And then you'd have Lobscouse. And then I can't remember what Tuesday was, but Friday was Italian. Where I, and I was always first home from school from age of 10. <coughs> I cooked for everyone. And my dad would be back from the building site, quarter to six, bang on the nose. And I had everything ready to go. Mum would come back from work as well. So and then Friday he'd teach me how to do the Italian stuff, you see. Can we talk about the podcast? Uh, yeah. The, is it an app as well? Not yet. It should be, right? Yeah. That's gonna happen. I think it might end up on telly actually. But that's not the purpose of it. Okay, let's but, talk about it. Yeah. Introduce it. Yeah, so so I started at the beginning of the year a new little podcast. Obviously, quizzes have been my thing. Yeah. Right. The quiz. And the quiz. And there are not many podcasts about quizzes. And you think, hang on. You're right. So there aren't. There are aren't. There. Name You're one. Abs- none. None. So, you know, Sudoku Queen and all of them countdown, obviously. And you think, well, podcast massive things. Where's the quiz show one? There isn't one. <laughs> But everybody loves a quiz. Why isn't there a podcast? So I spent about a year with my partners in crime on this. And uh, I said, I don't want it to be anything mastermindy. I don't want it to be anything that people feel, you know, a little bit like mastermind, where you think, oh, I feel inferior because we've only got two answers and all of that. Or you have to have specialist knowledge. Because then... What you're doing is the only people who can answer it are the ones who can nerd out on yeah. research books. So I'm good for them. But I didn't want it like that. I wanted it to be something... Anyway, we developed this thing called Perfect 10. So it's 10 questions, 10 points, all done in 10 minutes. It's so neat. It's just neat, isn't perfect. it? Perfect. It is the perfect It's 10. really good. Yeah, it is good. And it's, it's like... Boom, it's hit the charts and everything. And so every question one is of the same kind. So when you tune in, it's a bit like on Countdown. You know, you go in, you don't have to keep saying, and now select nine letters. Some will be consonants, some will be vowels. And now make the longest word that you can. You don't have to say all of that because things become shorthand after a while. And that's what I wanted with Perfect Ten. So there are many different kinds of rounds, but anyone can attempt the answer. So, you know, there's a bit of a riddle, there are questions like uh, the Golden Arches, how do you spell McDonald's with or without an apostrophe? And people go, oh, my God. Oh, I've seen it a million times. It's It's without. It's with. Oh! (laughs) Misspent youth, darling. (laughs) Your mother knew. Yeah, so... So things like that, and then in the answers, you know, might give a little bit of information why that would be with an apostrophe, for instance. So it's like, just enough. It's just enough. It's 10 minutes. You listen to it and we say, it'll entertain, educate and irritate the hell out of you. Love it. Yeah. Are yeah. you on a regular pub quiz team, or is it just when no. somebody sees Vorders come in through the door, oh, they're like, man. Just give her the bloody prize? I've got, <laughs> I've got to be on one next week. Somehow or other, 
somewhere in my brain, it remembers things. But it's rubbish on music, for instance. Sport, rubbish. Okay, so... Jessie can remember lyrics. In lockdown. Yeah, I can't remember In lyrics. lockdown. Yeah. Did you, how many bloody Zoom quizzes did you do? I didn't do any. Oh. Because everyone was doing yeah, them. Yeah, and you were like, my brain doesn't I didn't do any. And the first week you go, hated oh, it. great. I hated it. Family quiz. We're going to do a family quiz. No. This sounds so perfect because they go on as well. You're, you're invested for 10 minutes in yeah. the quiz and then you're like, novelty's got, I, I, I want to get off. I'm yeah. Googling. Yeah, and 10 minutes and uh, it's the hearsay question, which is a bit like catchphrase, but audio version. Okay. Oh, I love give that. us an example. Can you give us God, an example? I love that. Well, um, yeah, I'm not going to do the sounds, but you would hear sounds and you, you've got to say what you hear, which is why we okay. call it hearsay. Rather than so you'd hear. Pig. Oink. 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 Yeah. And then doors to manual. Doors to manual. Could all the passengers kindly remain in their seats? Seatbelts on. Pig hostess. Pig, pig hostess. <laughs> what did pig, you say? Pig hostess. Uh, well, doors to manual. What do they? Oh yeah, pig hostess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? No, I'm. You have to work it out by going through. I know, a but pig of... hostess. I don't think I've ever heard. Neither have I, darling. Um, pig. Yeah. Pig. Is it a pig or an oink? Pig. It's a pig. Okay. Pig. Clothes. Pig doors, to doors pig doors, pig open, pig shut, pig order, pig assist. doors to manual, pig, pl- doors, pig plane, doors please to remain manual. in your seats. So it's take off or pig, uh, pig tannoy, pig touchdown. What what what's that refer to? Instruction. An aeroplane. Yes. Okay. And what do aeroplanes do? Fly. Take Pig off. Fly. Pigs will fly. Pigs will oh, fly. Oh, I like that. I love that. Can you say it's like a, a saying? Yeah, it's always a well-known okay, phrase or saying. Sorry. Okay. I should have said that in the first But actually, if I'd said that, it wouldn't have been as funny. That's amazing. <laughs> do you still fly? Um, I haven't for a few years. Fly my little plane, my Mildred. What kind? Your Mildred? My Mildred. Why did you call her a Mildred? Because there was a w- wonderful woman who I want to make a documentary about called Mildred Bruce, who was born in the almost 1900, so late 1800s. And um, she was amazing. She was the first woman to get a speeding fine. She was 15 on a brother's motorbike. She was a, a champion race car driver. When Amy Johnson flew to, in 1930 to Australia, first woman to do so in her little plane, Mildred decided she was going to be a pilot, bought a plane, went solo within the first six days, which is a big thing for a pilot, and took off six weeks later to fly around the world solo. She'd only been flying six weeks, and these adventures that she had. And she had a plane which couldn't go over the oceans, so she was the first woman to traverse the world in an aircraft, but without the oceans, because there wasn't an aircraft capable of doing that at the time. If there had been, she'd have done it. She was extraordinary. Then she came back, she set up a flying circus. Then she set up an airline, now in the 30s. Wow. 30, what they call Dragon Rapids. And she used to fly, like the Times, the Telegraph and so on, all the newspapers over to Paris. And then they'd have passengers. And she was the first person to introduce an air hostess. She said, well, these boys will want to look like a pretty thing doing this, that and the other. And then during the war... 
she kind of lived at the do- in the Dorchester in three parties, very bad parties, naughty girl, terrible <laughs> woman. And, uh, and then after, and during the war, she had to close, obviously, the airline because of the war. So she set up, uh, she was a proper engineer um, in Wales, a factory to repair Spitfires. Wow. She was an amazing woman, absolutely incredible woman. Are you going to um, be able to make the documentary? Well, I hope so. I think you've... Yeah. sold it it's like yeah. that is she was, it could be a television series and nobody as knows well. about her and i think that's part and parcel of this whole thing which is oh let's talk about the men and glorify and i love men don't get me wrong this isn't anti-men no this is pro-women have you ever um met sandy toxvig yeah I and love sandy. women's equality party you know we had a similar conversation with sandy when she was on the podcast about these women that have done remarkable things yeah. in history but yet who? Don't the people go who? Yeah. And I would like to do that. Help yourself Hello, to bits and bobs. I will. I'm great of it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Do you live on your own at the moment? No. With my son. You live with your son, yeah. but not a partner? No, God, no, we don't want that. <laughs> I know what you mean, darling. Couldn't think of anything worse, could you? Not now. No. I don't want to look after anyone. No. No. When you're in your 20s and your 30s, you think, oh, I'm going to get married, married, which I did, mm. have children, which I did. <clears throat> How old I get it. Have you been married once? Well, I briefly got married in my 20s, which was, I didn't really want to get married. So why did you get married? Because <sighs> my mother thought it, um, no, you know. Right, OK. That lasted, that lasted well. <laughs> yeah. Not. But that wasn't his fault, not my fault. Just so young. I think we were like 23 and 24 or something. And we met married within four months. Mm. Nonsense. Absolute Nonsense. Is he the father of the children? No, no, no. Paddy, their dad, got married when I was 29. And he's a nice man. Did he work in telly? No. He was um, trained accountant. <laughs> Not surprisingly. Super uh, numbers really turn you on, eh, Carol? Super bright. <laughs> oh, he was good with a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> but how... How many men have you got on the go at the moment? Is it true what they say? Is it true what I say? Or what you say? Yes, yes it is that. true. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think Do you have them on a rotor? 
<laughs> Mum? No. In like you used to eat your meals in Wales on a Monday. I've <laughs> loved Scouse on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. That it's very funny. Mm, Carol, yes. when you've enjoyed that French bread with that butter... Yeah, I'm sorry, I enjoy my food, but I'm a very God. slow eater. I'm very quick. I'm actually terrible. My son is the only person I know is slower than me. Um, mm. I would like you to start... And I'm really appreciating your, your thought and preparation. I feel like you've prepped for this. Um, last supper, you know it's coming up. You've mm. got a piece of bread in your hand with some mm. butter... Before we were just talking about, you said it was going to be carb heavy. Are you ready to so tell, tell us? So carb heavy. Come so on, I stop love it to bread, us. but I never buy it. Okay. So go back to my thirties. Mm -hmm. So we're now in the nineteen nineties, mm -hmm. and um, and my husband Paddy, who I loved and adored, mm. um, we loved pasta and all of that. But I was working really hard, and I just got to the point where. I was eating for just to stay alive, stay awake, which I'm sure when you're on tour, you understand, mm. and you've got little ones, and you're just knackered all the time. Yeah. Um, and I put on much, but a bit of weight, and I didn't like that, and all of that. So I started this detox diet, which is a biggest selling book, actually, eventually, when I wrote the book. Um, but it was slated by nutritionists at the time. And it and it because it was twenty eight days detox diet and it was this was your detox diet mm. you wrote this book I wrote the book yeah no wheat no meat no dairy <clears throat> no sugar for twenty eight days then it was all no you go and can't now do that. now it's like it's standard you know you go yeah 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 I I mean I'm not a veggie don't want to be a veggie never have wanted to be a veggie this was for twenty eight days to sort of. Give all your organs a way of de naturally detoxing. Give so what, it, what would you be eating on those days? Like what, like a day oh, in the life of the detox? Super high on um, veggies, not potatoes. Um, I I went I went by normal potatoes. What uh, about so sweet potatoes? Because of yeah, because of the detox site changed everything I bought. Mm. So when I go out, I have what I like. But I, don't, I never buy bread. If I Sometimes I buy it because it's lovely bread now, isn't it? Mm. I could go through a whole loaf standing by the sink. Yeah. And it has been known when I've done that. I'm halfway through a loaf and I have to run it under the tap. Literally to destroy the bread. Otherwise, I will finish it. There's like no switch off on it. Pasta, good pasta, I love. I don't like sloppy pasta. Um, you like butter. I love butter. I love fish and chips, nice like... fish and chips. I don't like French fries. They're like, like proper big chips. Yeah. Proper old-fashioned big chips. Um, all of that stuff Have I you love. got an air fryer? Oh, my God. I I, should we be getting one? Yeah, defo. What's it your tastes best thing? like it's fried. Yeah. Hence the fry a bit. But it's not. So after the de detox diet, I became very... I haven't weighed myself since 1999... Really? Don't know what I weigh. I won't let anyone tell me what I weigh. You know when you go for medicals and yeah. all that. Um, and by and large, when I'm home, I eat quite well. But if I have, if somebody's bought me chocolates or whatever it might be, I'll just find. I'll just eat them before I go to the vegetables. So I can't have it in the house. 
So you deny yourself quite so a lot if, because if we, then... If we're down, very happy. Yeah, so that's all we, I've known for Yeah, but years. if you open your fridge, what would be in it? Uh, lots of vegetables, yeah. a bit of coleslaw, fish, um, turmeric shots, which I love. Um, I think because I emptied the fridge. Fruit, Greek yogurt, cottage cheese. That so one. your house is basically like... It's like uh, a retreat. Yeah. <laughs> no, not really. It is for us. I don't need to go to but body camp. Be, I yeah, need to People come to my... If I go and stay in other people's houses, I'm always amazed by what they've got in the fridge. Like I'd go to your fridge and I'd go, oh, no, I wouldn't have that. But I don't cook at home now, you see. So what do you have at night? Well, Are you out tonight? No. I'm go- I live with my mates in Isha when I'm in... Um, okay. So where do you mates. normally live then? Bristol. Oh, really? Oh, right. son, yeah. But Great restaurants there. Yeah, it was brilliant. But I, so when I go out, I'll eat what I want. But I don't, I, no, I don't feel in denial at all. I, I have got to talk to you about your anti corruption fight. No, oh, don't start me on that one. I am so proud of you mm-hmm. and so at one with you. And so want to go out there with you. I mean, if you started something, I'd join in with you. Because I just feel I'm so It's terrible, isn't it? It's so appalling. And what's so appalling is no one cares. People are kind of immune. Well, no, I think they're they're numbs, aren't they? They, I I think think people do care, but I just think it's like fatigue. It's become such a... We're used to it. It's as if we accept that people can cheat and behave in such an appalling fashion. And steal from us. And steal from us. Yeah. Yeah. And to I, I billions. Billions. Yeah. Via the uh, the government. In, um, in some of them, legitimate forms. You see patterns. You start to... And this is all stuff that's freely available, if you yeah. like. Because all I'm doing is a Google yeah. search and, and then talking to maybe a tax expert, admittedly, or a lawyer who's particularly into VIP... PPE lanes or you know, in the background knowledge. Um, but I want to do a, a, little, a podcast soon, just, just calling it out subject by subject. Because oh, it should. is disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting but, what's happening. But there, it's like, the scale of lying. And we've lived through similar political times, yeah, haven't we? You but know? people resigned. You couldn't have, you couldn't have no. survived politically no. if you'd done. Well, and you had a love child you had to resign you, you, before. Yeah, you did. Do you remember Cecil I mean, Parkinson? Cecil Parkinson. I mean, Jeffrey Archer, yeah. who was accused of this affair and yeah. then committed perjury, was in jail. I don't think we get angry enough. Yeah, I, I want agree. to. So your generation and below you, I think it'd be wonderful if musicians got involved with yeah. encouraging the young. Get angry, get fighting and get voting. People my age can't really connect with, mm. you know, the kids age 18 plus, but musicians can. And I really think it's, t- I think it's time because if it, is, if it isn't done, they're going to suffer most of their adult life. Because it will be, we will be wrecked. For instance, there's a financial services and marketing bill which no one's ever heard of, no one talks about ever anywhere, which has already gone through its three readings in Commons, in committee stage in the Lords. After the global financial crisis, they separated the commercial banks like Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, and so on, and the retail banks, NatWest, etc., for good reason. Lots of security systems were put in place to protect us from 
financial fraud. Not a single person went to jail, by the way, after the global financial crisis. Never do, do they? They were super rich. So that so they were separated. The financial services and marketing bill going through with the Tories now will do away with all of that. And I googled it about charities just before Christmas. Lots of articles. And my Google search, criticising it, this, that and the other. Nothing on BBC News, nothing, never. They're not allowed. Well, they are allowed. They just yeah, choose not they... to do it well. for whatever reason. And uh, BBC because chairman, chosen by Boris Johnson. Yeah. Oh, there's a nice little loan for you. And, um, and, and then I Googled it a couple of weeks ago. It's like it's been washed away. All you get is the government websites on it. Oh, it's wow. really weird. And I am no conspiracy theorist. Yeah, right. It's just I know, because I screenshot everything on my phone, screenshot, screenshot, because I've learned. I go, whoa. Wow. That's weird. Carol, get this lovely podcast going. I am. I'm going to get it going but pretty you, soon. You're not, needs... you're not political. Are, are I am not associated, no, nor no. have I ever been associated with a partic- uh, yeah, political party. But I um, I worked with David Blunkett yeah. on two, uh, introduced a numeracy hour in the late 90s into primary schools. And also, I spent 18 months... It was a time when chat rooms started and uh, I did documentaries for ITV and all sorts of different things, campaigned in the House of Commons. Jack Straw didn't want to know the Home Secretary about grooming children online, was not illegal. And so when David Blunkett became Home Secretary, because I knew him when he was Education Secretary, he listened and I sat on the task force and we introduced the world's first criminal act for grooming a child online. And also he set up this wonderful organisation, which is all about child protection online. And then 2010, 2011, I worked with Michael Gove on a maths thing again, you know, big report about maths. So I've worked with both parties, um, but my thing's always been about children and education, really. Um, I need to ask you some food questions, Mm -hmm. because we are chatting about everything and it's wonderful. But I need to... Starter, what are we having? Oh, she's worked this out. Yeah, no, I haven't worked oh, it. Well. I hope you're going shopping and not relying on your bloody well, fridge. Well, I like. You. What would I have? I would like some parma ham, I think. Or what's that one? That's the Spanish one. That's really, really greasy. Serrano. Yeah, I love that. Looks gorgeous. Okay. So we're having a charcuterie board. I we? think so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love olives. Yeah. Yeah. Black olives, I like. Or big, big, big juicy, fat green ones. ones. Yeah. yeah. Love olives. Um, and bread. Any particular kind yes, of bread? Yes, I would like an artisan loaf. Yeah. Okay. With some black olives in it, and maybe Ooh. a few walnuts. walnuts. I love an olive and walnut artisan oh, yeah. bread. Oh, you see. oh I love yeah. that. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I think like you can get it and in Gales. I can get walnut, but I've never had the. Yeah, milk delicious. Lovely. Okay. And. Uh, you're going to have to give me an hour to eat that. <laughs> and can, yeah. a tub of really salted butter, okay. like proper salted Welsh butter. Yeah, that okay. sounds like delicious. Dead yellow, right? You know, you're going to have to have a, a little while to get over that before you go onto your main. I know I'm a slow eater. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is going to be a day of the last supper. Uh, do you know what? Rich Whiteley and I held records in a lot of London restaurants for the longest lunch ever. Uh, 
That is an amazing piece of information. Yeah. yeah. We'd start about one o'clock and often we'd still be going at like two in the morning. <gasps> I love a long lunch. Oh, oh my God. God. So it's a little gang of us, gays and girls, we call ourselves. Gays and girls. So there's Alan Carr, Gok, O'Grady, me, Sally Lindsay, and occasionally a few others. And we would have the longest lunches. And the most outrageous. I mean, Alan Carr is he, one of the greatest people to eat with. And the funny, so I, we've funny. had him on. I've never laughed so much in my life. So we couldn't one. breathe for laughing. No. I love our Al. Who, yeah, picks, so, who picks the restaurant? Do you all take the restaurant? Turns? We'll have us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been, uh, have you ever been told that... I'm about stuff like that. Have you ever been told that it's time to leave, Carol? Often. <laughs> and that's, that's when I know rude. I've had a good day. <laughs> What's the, you I am a troublemaker. You pronounce the name of the, the gorgeous weatherman who bangs the drum. Owine. Owine. Owine, who's got a new Radio 2 like program. Owine. Owine. And that, because I would have said Owen. Yeah, Owine. Owine. He came to yeah. a gig of mine. I know. Yeah. Right. Oh, I love my yeah. Owine. Do you like Owine on? We'd I'd love, love Owine. Owine. Oh, but he, as long as he I, plays the drums. I can leave him a message. I mean, we we'll go to him as long as he plays the drums. So we did a show about three years ago where, because he's a Welsh speaker, so um, a lot of my family are Welsh speakers, but you live in England. Are you? No, what we would say, tipping bach. Tipping bach. Or a little bit of Welsh. Um, anyway, we did this show for uh, S4C called Iaith Ar Daith, which was like a travel and your journey and all this. Learning Welsh, so... And he's a really good mate of mine, Owen. So there's a word in Welsh for thirst, which is cuntav. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. So we always... I could play a million things. We always start our voicemails, which are every day, like three times a day, with, Mine cuntav, darling. <laughs> and and I can do it on my... Radio Wales show because everyone in Wales knows it means first, right? So I go, oh, you can't do that, darling, my first darling, la la la. Right in England, you never get away with it, and we always, always, always end our messages with, you know what's coming. Okay, so we've got bolly, we've got a charcuterie board with some really juicy olives, yeah. artisanal bread. Yeah. And what's the main? My main course. <clears throat> so it's got to be a meal, hasn't it? No, it can no. be whatever you like. Fish chips. Okay. Mushy peas. With the wishy That's fishy why bits. The scallops and pea puree. Oh, that, peas, how good is that scallops and pea? The, yeah, pea, the pea puree is so good. She puts a bit of cumin in there. Lovely. Some stock and um, and onions, and it's really just nice. Gorgeous, isn't it? Would you Good. would you go back for those fishy bits, or do you think you'd my fish bit? I would have. You um, see, because the last supper you can't change venue, can you? Can you? Can you do? Oh, you're well, you're Carol Vorderman. You can do I what you like. I am going down to West Wales, mm. and I'm going on the beach at Newgale near my house, yeah. which is in Pembrokeshire. A little house and it's wild and then the most beautiful sunsets and it's in St Bride's Bay and the sea is clear and the beach goes on for miles and miles and miles and I'd have um, I have a barbie there 
with someone gorgeous doing the Barbie. Yeah. Obvs. 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 Someone gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, someone gorgeous. And it would be lovely fish, but I would need it in batter. I'd have to have something that's uh-huh. battery. Um, so the chip fry would be there in some form. It would be there in some... You can always do it, can't you? You can always manage, let's be fair. And, um, yeah, that would be my main down there. We'd all be going down there by time travel. And Does whoop, this taste fine. healthy? This there tastes very be. healthy. I actually don't... I quite like it, but it's very healthy. It feels like breakfast. And oh, then we play games in the sand. Oh, I love games. What games? And, uh, well, games like... Like drawing rude words in the sand and then waiting for the water to wash them out. That kind of thing. <laughs> so Generally, naughty. they've got four letters beginning with a C. But, you know, that's just a thing. In Welsh. In Welsh, yeah. <laughs> My first word. What's that, name for, what's that name for a hug? I love it. Quilch. Kutch. 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 It's such a yeah. good word. Are you a sweet person? Not really. No, I'm a savoury girl, really. You don't have to eat that. No, I will eat it. Okay. I eat everything. Think. Is there anything you're not good at? Loads of things, a million things. Can't speak languages. I can't. Why? Because as long as you're happy doing the things that you're happy doing, then that goal's happy, isn't it? Really? I wish I had your mind. I wish I had your brain. Yeah. Oh, oh. great brain. Well, it doesn't work like yours. It's, there's nothing sexier and more amazing and empowering than a, than, a, than a mind, a good mind. Than an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> that is the least, yeah. What would your dream bloke be then, Lenny? If you were 60 again, what would your dream bloke 60 be? 60 again. Or would you have more than one? Well, yeah, probably have I'd have... Well, I did use to like Saul from Homelands. I do think Rafa Varane, who plays for United as fullback, okay. is the handsomest person okay, I think so I've ever seen. Younger. I Fine. feel almost faint when I look at him. Right. Um, who else That's would two. I like? Um, I don't know, really. It's Hatt. nice when they pro- each John provide Hatt. a little yeah. bit of everything. Yeah. I think that's why you need to have more than one. You're so right. Thank you. You need bits it's of... a bit like the Last Supper. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a, bit, a bit of everything you fancy. Now you're pushing it, <laughs> bit of everything you fancy. There you are. To be honest. She's converted. Yeah. Carol, before I feel like we get onto the next bottle of champagne... No. Um, and set the world's world to right. I this much alcohol in bloody... Oh, shush. Have a, yeah, you enjoy that. Um... I'm only on my second glass. Well, you yeah, think she that's is. your second glass. <laughs> I have been pouring it when you haven't been looking. <laughs> um, so let's um, talk about whether you think you've got good table manners. What, what's that then? What do you think are good table manners? Well, exactly. I think good da- table manners are not about where you hold your knife and fork. I think it's about being entertaining and having good conv- having a good chat, mm-hmm. being lively, getting up and dancing a little bit, doing all of that. That's good. Is that what's happening see, on these long lunches? It then? doesn't matter if you've got your Jessie, elbows on the table. Why did we only have two hours? Because you'd have stayed. No, I know. Till, I didn't. She'd have I, stayed till one in the morning. We'd have got the music going. <laughs> oh, I know. We would have had Whitney on. Whitney on. With bit of Whitney. Bit pink though. Pink. I feel kind of like I've got this image of you now, you and your pickup truck playing pink. Yeah. Maybe with a headscarf on, like Thelma and Louise. You just driving yes. off into the sunset to go and fly with ten men in Mildred. the Mildred. With ten men in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but like I just I don't know. Just 
isn't called a pickup truck for nothing. <laughs> God, stop! <laughs> Loved that hood. She was over at the bloody sink finishing she, it up. She told me what? that if she could buy those in a shop, she'd buy them. Really? Mm. I thought they were nice. They were okay. I mean, it went a bit gooey. Well, that's what happens when you've got not much fun stuff in your you, fridge, you, isn't you've it? Got, oh God, you think of her fridge sounded dry. <laughs> <laughs> what a woman, though. I just thought she was such good fun, a force of nature. Yeah. Um, what is that word she uses that sounds very rude, but it isn't really very rude? Me, my kuntav. Kuntav. Yeah, she's she's really quite fabulous. She's a bit of a showstopper. She's just such good fun. So, do you see how quick she got those letters? I know. And they were jumbled up. Thank you to Carol Vorderman for coming on to the podcast. Um, I would like to be privy to one of those long lunches. God, yeah. Her, Alan Carr... Got Kwan. Yeah, and Owine. Owine. Love that. I really loved how she made herself at home. It was just really... Very warm. Yeah, it was so warm. Loved it. Thank you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 